Well, we've been waiting for it all month long, and uh, there have been a number of people say this report was really the critical report because this one was about stocks and planted acreage. We're going to have the guys, Coley and Kavanaugh, tear it all down and peel back the uh, layers of the onion, if you will. Coley and Kavanaugh brought to you each week by the Allen County Farm Bureau. You know, you get a ton of bonus benefits when you become a member. The best part is they are supporting farm families to help farm families keep farming. Go online to itpaystobeamember.org. Now, David, I'm going to start out with you. Big surprise was that there wasn't really a big surprise. You said that in your comments late yesterday. That was one of the rare occasions when stock numbers were close to what analysts pretty much expected. As a matter of fact, Arlen Suderman of Stonex came out. He said it was the most neutral grain stocks report in four decades. <laughs> but total corn stocks as of June 1st, 4.35 billion bushels. Same time last year, 4.11. So John has kept us focused on how tight corn stocks have been. Still tight by standards. Sure seems like one of the important parts of that story, David, is that farmers have, according to one report, 2.1 billion bushels of corn still waiting in on-farm storage, and that's up 22% from a year ago. What do you make of that? Yeah, people don't look at the on-farm storage numbers a lot, but in this case, farmers have held on. I'm hearing a survey was taken on Twitter that farmers still hold in their corn bins over 20% of the corn they grew last year, and they haven't sold much of the new crop at this point. So yeah, they're banking on higher prices, but Let's go to the numbers. On the corn grain stocks, the quarterly stocks as of June 1st, it was 4.346 billion bushels. Now look at the trade average, 4.343. Only 3 million bushels difference here, just completely uh, unbelievably close. And last year, 4.110. So we got a little more than last year, but it's still tight. Now on the planet acres, 89,861. And it really surprises me that we've got the grain acres that close on corn. It's just unbelievable to see it that tight. And I'm looking back at the acreage numbers. This almost equals the lowest acreage number in 10 years on harvested at 2015 at 80.8. And we're looking at harvested acres, 81.9. Now, if you take that times a 177 trendline yield at this point, You'll find out how small our corn crop really will be this year and realize if it's anything less than 176, 175, ultimately, that takes you to a very, very tight situation. You pointed out something very true that last year we had very high prices. We've had very high prices this year, and yet we saw a decline in corn acres into one of the lowest levels in the last several years. I'm the uh, one who said that I thought these corn acres were going to be up quite a bit on the report, and they weren't. <laughs> You were saying, ignore the input cause. The farmers are going to plant corn because they love to plant corn. What do you think the reason is that they did not plant the corn this year? Well, you year? fill me in on that. Well, you I kept know. saying all along, <laughs> Don, it doesn't matter what the corn price is right now because it's the lenders who are going to right. make the decisions and force the farmer to plant this or to plant that or he won't get his loans. Yes. And with input costs, particularly fertilizer, being so high, they're going to tell these farmers they better switch to more soybeans if they want their loans because the economics favored corn the price is extremely high for corn but we lost corn acres you know versus a year ago and that doesn't make any sense on paper but uh, but it happened and therefore the stage is set if we don't have a trend line plus uh, yield on corn the stage is set to get extremely bullish yeah did you hear that folks did you listen to that 
John admitted his mistake and he realized that, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Coley here had some better information input than he did. Forget about it because it's a fluke. <laughs> so, so, John, you mentioned soybeans. Soybean stocks up 26%. That seemed like maybe one of the surprises in this whole thing, but maybe to the point that you're talking about there. But the Green Stocks report shows farmers are also holding on to more soybeans than they did at this time last year with on-farm soybean stocks up 51%. We've been yeah. talking about this stuff uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago about uh, who's going to know before the combines roll. But before the combines roll, these bins are going to need to get cleaned out and ready for the new crop to go in so at this point a little bit of a game of chicken about holding on to this stuff that's right it's a game of chicken and the uh, prices are extraordinarily high now we've had a sharp problem but with a very strong basis on corn the flat price is still very very attractive historically and very profitable and i ask myself why is any farmer holding on to old crop corn or soybeans today at these price levels sell them be gone and count your money and then plan on next year. But then I stopped and listened to what was said, that, what, 20% of the corn is still on-farm stocks. What do we tell farmers every year? Get your corn sold, but hang on to that last 10 or 20% and see what happens in the summer when you get the weather markets and you can have sharp rallies and all that. And that's exactly what the farmer has done. He sat back and he's, he's got his corn sold. And he's hanging on to that last 20% to see what's going to happen. So I guess I can't be too critical of that. So that's, what do you make of the soybean stocks being up 26%? Well, first of all, you're looking at versus a year ago, Rob, paying no attention to that. I'm looking at, yeah, they're up 20% from a year ago, but they're still tight. See, I'm looking, oh, they're up 20%. Yeah, but it's still very, very tight. Very tight and could even get tighter. You know, they're calling the USDA projects to carry over this year to be 237 million on soybeans. And holy cow, that's low. Anytime you get under 300, you're starting to think about it. Under 250, you got a problem. And the forecast is expected to be down there versus the uh, expectations. The stocks came within 6 million bushels. So we're right on target to have a tight carryover on soybeans. But as we both said, this had to be the blandest report I've seen, except for one thing. The thing that stands out clearly, is the soybean acres versus the March estimate. Soybean acres went down 2.3 million. Government's come out and said, oops, that maybe the data is inaccurate when it was collected because they weren't finished planning. So we're going to recalculate in July and announce those numbers in August. And so that decline of 2.3 million may end up going higher. Then again, it may not. Let me say this. If you take that number at face value, down 2.3 million, you take a trend line yield, which is projected at 51.5. Holy cow. Adding that 2.3 million back, the government projects next year's carryover on soybeans to be 280 million. Take off those 2.3 million times the trend line yield, that carryover goes to a shocking 161, Ooh. which means you're about out of soybeans. That is extremely bullish. What'd you say, David? The stocks to use ratio is about yeah. 3.8%. It's close to as low as it's ever, ever, ever been. Yeah. You know what that's telling us? If those acres don't change, even with normal weather trend line yield, we're running out of soybeans. And boy, is that bullish. Yeah, we've got a lot of numbers to go through. And uh, we'll take a look at uh, Indiana 
and Ohio as well. Illinois, you know, some problems in a lot of the states. And uh, my sense is that weather and the impact on yield is really going to be the big story going through the summer months. The drought monitor was updated on Thursday. It calls for expanding drought across much of the top 18 corn-growing states. So this week's rain events, well, they better be good ones. Part two with Coley and Kavanaugh coming up right after this. Podcasts by Federated Media. 